Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, just when we thought we had all the answers, WWE changes the questions as Mandy Rose and Bobby Lashley are both out of a job and only one of them is for storyline purposes. Plus, Matt Riddle might be going up in smoke, Ring of Honor puts on an impressive final battle, and yes, oh yes, it's a new day in NXT. So sit back, relax, and make sure to not get your OnlyFans leaked because it's Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode 320 of a Lash Lash exclusively on Wrestlatic Radio. And it starts right now. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! What a ridiculous 48 hours in the world of WWE. 48 hours, what a ridiculous 48 hours in the last 40, last 48 hours of my life. I said 48 hours way too much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 320 of Kings of the Rings podcast, The Last Last. I am, of course, your host, King Ricky Rose. No, K. Murphy. K. Murphy is uh, popped up on Benadryl right now and knocked the fuck out, more than likely. So, with me, when the ugliest sweater... Of course, is the right hand man. I guess the main event will will Tarashuk. I don't know. This is really ugly, man. It's a Santa Claus and Rudolph playing cornhole. It's what the ugly. It's, it's the ugly sweater style. It is. It is the ugly sweater. It's style. a style. It's a style. Style. Yeah. Um, but it's it's comfy, man. Next week I'm gonna wear my Charlie Brown one has lights on it. So get ready for that. Nice, nice for our last for our last episode of the uh, of the year. Oh, we're gonna take off the twenty eighth. Yeah, Kay has, as Kay told me, it's the uh, it's the Fab Five Christmas party. Whoever the Fab Five are, I don't know what that means. I should be around if you want to do a show. If you want to take off, that's fine with me. Last year, I'm not more... taking off. I don't know. Cause... I take that last week off anyway. Yeah, just I don't do this thing. But yeah, it's cool with me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, this is King's Rings podcast. Uh, myself and Will Tarasov, just the dudes, uh, today, and it's, oh, bitch. it's going to be. A wild, wild fucking time. Uh, I thought I had a show created um, for this week. As of last night, I was prepared. I did stuff early because I needed to really, really uh, distract my mind from other shit going on. Uh, And I thought we were all set. And then this afternoon hit. And so things changed absolutely wildly uh, after last night. So let's start first off with a little bit of breaking news. And it's not really the breaking news, but it's a precursor to what actually happened today. So last night... Uh, the Iron Survivor, the women's Iron Survivor, Roxanne Perez, barely 21, Will Tarashock. Uh, wow. No, yeah. A, uh, Hot. A product of Reality of Wrestling and Booker T's promotion down in Texas. The, form, the first, uh, well, she won the women's championship in Booker T's promotion. She was the first ever ROH women's champion because ROH didn't have a women's title forever. Uh, she then signed with WWE, uh, has Done great stuff there for the most part. Won the Iron Survivor, uh, which made her the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. And last night she was like, why fucking wait? I'm going to challenge Mandy Rose tonight. And she won. At the tender age of 21, she is the second youngest woman ever to win the NXT title. Uh, obviously, Paige, formerly known as, uh, well, Paige, now known as Soraya, which is going by, uh, Paige is the youngest, obviously, because I think Paige was like 1920 when she won the NXT Women's Championship. Um, 
And it was kind of surprising because I was like, why is she doing this now? Why didn't they wait till like Vengeance Day, which is going to happen uh, in a little little over two months or a little less than two months from now uh, down in North Carolina. And there seems to be a reason for that because breaking news as of this afternoon, Mandy Rose is fired from WWE. Mandy- who, do you think, who do you think delivered the news? I, was it was, I was it Shawn Michaels? He's like technically running NXT. So we're, we're actually just like, oh, Mandy. First off, nice. <laughs> but uh, second of all, we we can't have that. I <laughs> yeah, you're fired. I, I I don't know. So let's talk before we get to Mandy Rose's firing. What led to that? Because there are some things that WWE's can was kind of forced, in my opinion. Um, no matter what you think of, you know, independent contracts and all whatever BS, not BS, but all whatever stuff that goes on with their contracts and stuff. Uh, Mandy Rose had a 413 day run as NXT Women's Champion, the third longest run in the history of the promotion. Uh, almost about a week away, a week away from beating Shayna. Three days. Yeah. Three days from beating Shayna. Four days. Yeah. Something like that. And Asuka has a 522-day reign, which is probably never going to be touched by anyone ever, especially in NXT uh, as champion. So if you look at her run as the Toxic Mandy and her character development and her ring-ring skill, it is a fucking success from what she was portrayed as on the main roster, as like a porn star and all that stuff. There was that one time when she tried to seduce Jimmy. It was like even... I remember that. Yeah. storyline. <laughs> yeah, the hotel scene and everything. Uh, it was when she was facing Naomi, her thing with Sonya Deville. Like, she just wasn't, she wasn't where she needed to be. She went down to NXT, she developed her character, and she became the best the best version of her character that she could have been. Um, and like I said, overall, it's a success. She reinvented herself, she got better, and she's what she wanted to do. And it, all, all signs are pointing to, she's probably going to move back up to Raw or SmackDown. Um, and then... The report from Fightful and our favorite person, Sean Ross, uh, came out. And he released, he tweeted around two-ish or so, saying that WWE officials, well, that they released that they released Manny Rose and WWE officials felt that they were put in a tough position based on the content Mandy Rose was posting on uh, a site that's known as Fan Nation. Uh, they felt like it was outside the parameters of her WWE deal. So that's what Sean... Sean Ross was saying. Um, So let's break that down a little bit. So a lot of people were saying it was an OnlyFans. So it's not an OnlyFans, it's actually a fan nation. It's very similar to OnlyFans, subscription service, so on and so forth, where, you you know, the content creator can provide content and you pay money to see that content, so on and so forth. It's like the entry, I think the gate entry fee for Mandy's uh, fan nation site was 25 bucks. Uh, If you do a quick search... Probably right, and they might be gone by the time you actually do a search of Mandy Rose and Mandy Rose Lakes. You're probably going to find these photos. These photos are a little bit more explicit in nature. It's not Mandy Rose in the bikini. It's Mandy Rose naked. Video. There are videos of her there as well, uh, showing pretty much everything or covering up pretty much everything. Um, things about nature, but you you see what you think you're going to see from Mandy Rose that you wouldn't see in WWE. Yes, it is all there. Um, and to be honest with you, that's not really, I think, yes, the content's there, and what did you think you are going to get from Mandy when she's doing something like that? You can make that argument, and she can be allowed to do whatever she wants with her content. But here's the issue. 
with Fan Nation, it appears that you can create the name of your website for people to go to. And Mandy has a bunch of other things that she's a part of. She's like did the YouTube page, the Mandy's Donuts. She has like a makeup line, fitness stuff, whatever, whatever. The the website to get to Mandy's Fan Nation page is MandyRoseSacks.com. Uh, that's yes. That's problem number one. Mandy Rose's real name is Amanda Sakamano, I believe, or something of that nature. Mandy. Yeah, her real name's her middle name's Rose. Yeah, Mandy Rose is the intellectual property. Yeah, of now that's Do- my first question. Did she use the name Mandy Rose? Mandy Rose is the intellectual property yeah. of WWE, which is a PG rated company. Yes, I believe that is the tough position that they're in because. As we know from the Zelina Vega incident when she had an OnlyFans, Zelina wasn't even doing nudity there. She was just in bathing suits. She was just being Zelina Vega. You can see that shit on her Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, still, it still broke the contract. Which I remember I was talking about that, too. Because it's it going to be a very similar conversation. Look, yeah. no slut-shaming. She's an adult. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. Sex work is work. No shame from either of us on here. Absolutely not. But from the viewpoint of WWE, hypocrisy regardless – it's written in the contract, and you did break a legally binding contract, and you put them in, that WWE being that is, in a very, very, very difficult position. Now, I can't say I wouldn't have done the exact same thing in firing them. Her, I mean. Yeah. It's just... It's more legal in uh, aesthetic and how it comes off as opposed to shaving her for what she actually did. Yeah, I, I think that is... I think that's the best way to put it. It's... It is a it's a legal thing that ended up happening. Yeah. She if she would have go if she would have had that website named like Amanda Sakamano.com, like her real name, like Sasha Banks name is Mercedes Bernardo. Anything that's not Sasha Banks related is under the name Mercedes Bernardo, her real name. You know? <laughs> um right. because there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why WWE gives them fake names. Yeah. It's so they can't do shit like this and get, without and, without permission. Exactly. Right? Like if like if like if um like remember Kane did that movie? Like he was he was like in a, in a horror movie in like two thousand six or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I, I believe the credit was Kane and not Glenn Jacobs. Because WWE was promoting it, correct? That and like you know WWE gave them them the permission to use that kind of a name. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's the difference. Like, WWE was involved or gave them permission. Yeah. Or even, like, with Up, Up, Down, Down, right? Like if, if Xavier Woods left WWE and won that name back, WWE could release the rights and give it to him, but he can't do it without permission. Yeah. Even though it is his. Mm-hmm. I want, he, like, he sold, he sold the rights to it. I don't know. If, I wonder how much the rights WWE has to it or if it's some sort of— Probably a few million. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of shared partnership because it was away right. for a while. But but th- this yeah. this story comes down to legalese. Yep. Really is what it comes down to. Pretty much. And it, it it's it's a shame. And so for those of you guys who—we're not going to rehash this Alita Vega commentary, which is a great commentary that we had about unionization of wrestlers and blah, 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 blah. Fact of the matter is, in a sample WWE— Yeah. In the sample WWE contract that we had, there is a clause talking about intellectual property and your name being the intellectual property, your ring name given being the intellectual property of WWE— and anything under that name is the property of WWE. 
Well, here's here's the crazy thing, Ricky. WWE probably could again. I'm not a lawyer, mm-hmm. but just from what, what I know and what I think I know and what I think could happen, since they used Mandy's Mandy used their name, mm-hmm. they could sue her and take all of that money that she made off of it. Oof. If not all of it, most of it. Which I don't think WB will do that. No, I don't think so either. So, she, in, in a sense, she's lucky she only got fired. Yeah. I'm not saying be thankful for it. No, 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 no. But this situation could be a whole lot worse. And, like, a lot of people are going to make WB the bad guy, which, to an extent, I understand. But it could be a whole lot worse. They could go full heel on this and make sure she never works again. Yeah, and I, I do not think they are going to do that at all. I, I don't either. You know, I don't I don't either. I think they I don't think they want the attention. They just want this they, done. They want it over. They want it away. Now, how they got the information for me for this site uh, or that she was doing is yeah, dude. Johnny Ace is out of the company. That fucking horn dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know how how they how they found out about this site is also something interesting as well. You don't know whether. Because I, I think she might have been promoting it on her socials. Who knows? Um, but I do know there was a leak that came out um, recently, I believe, over the weekend of some of her content, which is a clear legal violation And from that standpoint. Be that as it may, it became, WWE became aware of it. Yeah. You know, and once it's out there and WWE becomes aware of it, WWE has some sort of, they have to answer because either they do something about it or they're answering to the board. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and so they they have to do it. And it's it's a shame. It also makes me think, did Mandy hide this from them? Yeah, As, who knows? Yeah. I mean, that that's just speculation at this point. Like, you know, she could have done something that she knew she wasn't supposed to be doing that's kind of kept it a secret, which, hey, I understand that too. You got to make some extra money. She's not making main roster money anymore. No. Right? She's probably making under a million dollars in NXT. Oh yeah, by, by far. Roster, by she's far. probably making a little over a million. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know, she maybe th- she thought she she thought she needed a wanted extra cash. Yeah, if you need extra cash. Sometimes you might bend the rules a little bit to get it. Yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things that if like I said, if her if that website's name is Amanda Sakamano, WWE has nothing to really stand on. That <laughs> that other than um. And that's just like a policy in her contract saying she can't do this kind of adult content. Correct. Because, like, you're recognized from our products. Like, granted, it's not related to us. Yeah. And you are an independent contractor, so you really shouldn't. But, you know, there are certain things in independent contractors that, that can non-compete for something related. They could legally, they could probably put something like that in there. Yeah. Because they are a publicly traded, family-oriented company. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame because I do know... Uh, it was the information was like that. She also did lose her brother recently as well. Mm. I don't know when when her brother did pass away, but I know they said it's recent. I don't know if it was this month, last month. Some it was relatively recent. So it's just it's just bad timing all around. You know, for for Amanda, and she just got. I know she just got engaged. Like in the recent personal life of Mandy Rose that I know that I'm aware of that's been posted on social. She got engaged en- again. <laughs> she got engaged uh to Timo Sabatelli. Uh she lost her brother, which is very fucking unfortunate, and now she lost the title and now is fired from WWE. And she's literally like a not really a rags riches, but she's a product of a of a successful developmental system that Triple H started. She's one of the she was a tough enough tough enough uh 
competitor. She didn't win, but she got signed later on and made something of herself. Yeah. No, she eventually proved, and this title proved that she was more than just a pretty face and a hot body. Yeah. You know, and it, and it seemed like she was probably going to go on with this new Mandy Rose, toxic Mandy Rose character to be something really, really good on either Raw or SmackDown, which needs characters like this in their women's division. And we are not going to see that at least for now. I'm not going to never say never that Mandy's never going to come back. I think she'll be back. I think she'll be back as well. Like what, I, what makes sense? I mean, she's only 31, right? 32, she's still young. 32. She's 32? Yeah. So what they could do, I don't know how many years left on a contract, but they could have let her contract run out, even though it's already, it's, it's gone, it's done. Yeah, it's not there. But, but like, say, say there's two years left. So two she's years, no two, compete for the life her, of her contract. Yeah, so let her sit at home for those two years, mm-hmm. and then you bring her back. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what the, I don't know, but it's it's a shitty situation. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the, the hypocrisy? Because there is a little bit of hypocrisy. Uh, go right ahead. Like, um... People comparing this to Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle has a drug addiction. Oh, we're gonna talk right? about we're gonna talk about Matt. That's very different. Like this, there's nothing wrong with either. I mean, you could say something wrong with the drug addiction, but Matt Riddle isn't being fired because he's getting helped. Mandy Rose doesn't need help for anything. There's nothing wrong with what she did morally. No, she just broke she just broke a contract. She's something wrong. It's something wrong with what she did legally. Yeah, that's the only that's the difference. I think what so that's go ahead. That's not fair. I saw something that um uh. Like Mandy Rose is being punished for being sexualized while they told someone else to be sexualized on TV. I think oh, it was like Ember Moon. Athena, Athena, em- Ember Moon. Ember Moon, Athena, yes. But it's just like, okay, but not trying, they're not telling Ember to do a nip slip on national television. No, because they get fined heavily for that. Yeah. You know, the the Austin Theory, when uh, the video of him rubbing his, oh, was that Ricochet rubbing his butthole? No, that was uh, that was Austin Theory. It was not, it was not Ricochet. <laughs> Wasn't Ricochet a video of like him figuring his asshole? Something like that. Um, but a lot of that stuff was also, like the Austin Theory situation in and of itself was before he was signed, I believe. I think it was before he was signed. Yeah. Uh, it was leaked. So mm-hmm. it's not like it was done on purpose. It's not like he was selling them. Yeah. Uh, and there was some false allegations in there as well. Correct. The Mandy Rose thing is, one, there is knowledge that what you did. Was her stuff leaked? Yes. Does that suck? Yes. Fact of the matter is, she knew what she was doing, and she willingly posted it on it, and she willingly used her Mandy Rose persona as the website name. Which you, like, look, look up MandyRoseSax.com, it'll take you right to the Fan Nation site. You know that yeah. that that's that's the fa- that's that's what it you boils down to. Yeah. You can't be doing that. Like, come on now. <laughs> I thought we learned this lesson with Zelina Vega. Yeah. And Zelina wasn't like Zelina wasn't even Zelina wasn't doing the ex- not what's we'll extreme the explicit stuff that Mandy was doing. No, she was just doing cosplay. Yeah. She's pretty much wearing what she was on TV. Yeah, but she but again Which, she whew. used she used her name on the OnlyFans. Yeah. You know, and you, you can't take someone else's property to promote yourself on the side. Without permission. Without permission, yeah, you can't. Without, without, without written. Consent, like, written, yeah. Written verbal consent, whatever, that's, whatever that phrase is, that mm-hmm. legal phrase. Written verbal consent, yes. Or, yeah. Written and so, or verbal consent, so. So, yeah, I don't I don't blame WB on this one. Um, I, I truly don't think they fired her because she sold her tits on the internet. No. You know, I mean. That that was part of their business model. They were pretty. The they were pretty loose. On, they loosened up a lot of that. A lot of them making money on a side thing once Vince was out of the picture, as they should. Yeah, 
as they should, as long as it's reasonable, mm-hmm. right? Like as long as your p- number one priority is still WWE and you make your dates, you make your commitments, what you do on your own time as an independent contractor is your own time. Is, is your own time. Otherwise, you're a full-time employee, which entitles you to more benefits. Exactly. You know, like, WWE can't have it both ways, so losing those restrictions is good for everybody. Yeah, and from what, I, from what I've seen, Mandy Rose never missed a date. She never missed a match. She was never a locker room uh yeah, Locker I've never heard terror. one bad thing about Mandy Rose. In fact, I've never heard anything about Mandy Rose. I forgot she was even in the company until like three weeks ago. From what I gathered from the, <laughs> from the NXT crowd was that she was actually very positive uh, in the NXT women's locker room because she had knowledge of being on Raw and SmackDown, on the main rosters, traveling the road. And she was um, she she happily shared that knowledge with some of the up-and-coming women. Yeah. And she was still there to learn, which is the great irony of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was a positive influence, and she was there to learn. So she was perfect for that, for that, for the space, too. And like I said, she's gonna go on a probably gonna go on a make a run, and she's not she's not going to do that anymore uh, for right now. But no hard feelings from this podcast. Best of luck to her. She clearly made a mistake from a legal perspective. Yeah, and she'll probably learn from this. And if, this, if you're out there and you subscribe to that, that website, get ready to pay higher rates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so be, yeah. be aware. Be aware of that. Yeah. Mommy's got to make money. <laughs> but yeah. Good luck, Mandy. Uh, next time, do a camera straight up your asshole. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> I don't know. That I don't know what to tell it's you. It's probably not going to work. Yeah, just yeah. Sex work is work. So just get get to work, I next, guess. Next, use your real name. Come up with a fucking different name. Do something. Just don't use your ring name. <laughs> you yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really that. And don't simple. use someone else's name either. Like, don't use Will Tarashuk. <laughs> <laughs> what if she was like, my new name is Ambassador Small? <laughs> I'd be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Never, God, dude, Mandy T. Mandy, Mandy T. T would have worked. <laughs> That's true. Or like the Mandy. Now that's too close. Well, no, because they had the Mandy's Donuts, the... and that was fine. And maybe she got permission for that, though. Well, it's her and Sonya, De- Sonya Deville, a.k.a. Dara Baranato, so dumb Mandy. Dumb Mandy, okay. Yeah. Okay. That, they, that was clear by them. They've been doing that for fucking ever. Yeah. So, again, that was cleared. Yeah. Clearly, this, clearly this wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so. so. D- damn shame. Send me the videos. <laughs> <laughs> it was a damn shame. Uh, moving along to... Somebody who got fired, and we believe, right now, we believe it's kayfabe's storyline. You never know what WWE these days. But Bobby Lashley was fired on national TV. And here's a picture of Bobby Lashley looking like he just sharded in his own ring gear. Um, He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> He's, I, wouldn't, dude, I would be so happy if that line was ad-libbed. <laughs> Fritz, I did look on Twitter. I didn't see anything. <laughs> Put, send me links in the Discord, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, so Bobby... Thank you, love you, hugs and kisses. <laughs> so Bobby Lashley got fired for striking not one WWE official who was an actually rough, but he fucking elbowed the shit out of Adam Pierce. Yeah, apparently Pierce is in the firing. Uh, thank you, Mr. Fretz. Um, oh, he rescinded love... already? Damn it. Yeah, at least do it on TV next week. Jesus. I would I would, I would, have loved if that line was ad-libbed and the cameras like, weren't supposed to pick it up, but they clearly did pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he fired him on TV. <laughs> did, uh, did, did Michael Cole or, or Graves, not Michael Cole, Graves or the, the, the out-of-breath Nick Patrick say anything about it? <laughs> what's his name? What's his, what's it's his, not Nick, his name? I, it's not, I don't think it's Nick Patrick. It's Patrick something. Nick Patrick was, Nick WCW Patrick was a WCW rap. rap. 
Yeah, um, what's this? It's like Patrick, not Patrick Stewart. What the fuck is this? I, I forgot. He kept saying Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They kept saying like, we know where we, we know where it is, dude. Like, <laughs> stop it. Like he kept saying the town and the state. He's like, might as well add USA. And Kevin Patrick, Kevin Patrick. It's Kevin, there it is, Kevin Patrick. Like, dude, when he announces, he sounds like he's out of breath, <laughs> like all the time. Mm. <laughs> it's why well, I hate him. He sucks. Yeah, I, yeah, he's he's not great. And they 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 had a bunch of screw ups <laughs> on commentary. Like Bailey didn't Bailey wasn't able to sit ringside sit by the announce booth because her shit wasn't working. Yeah, it was crazy. But back to back to Lashley. So so wait, you're telling me your theory is you believe that the firing thing was just for just for like the crowd there. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. Did 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 the announce team pick it up? They did they say something about it? Did they like, what? He was fired. I don't remember. I don't. I believe he got like you heard him getting fired, and then they went off air. They did. They did. But yeah. So like it's it's. I'm not saying I believe this. I'm saying it's possible. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty awesome if the line was ad libbed. Yeah. I doubt it, but it'd be really cool if it was. Yeah, the, but he rescinded the firing now. A really good thing. I can't say good thing. Mandy Rose got fired. It really takes away our lead. Because um, this was going to be a lead for the show. Uh, that Bobby Lashley got fired. I really think, because I've heard some rumblings, I really think they were going to... F- I thought the Bobby Lashley firing would have been a little bit longer, and he would come back as a with the reformed Hurt business. That would be cool. Give him a, Just give him a few weeks and come back with the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Bobby, don't get me wrong, Bobby doesn't need a group. He's he just continues to get better and better. I like yeah. I liked his face run, but his heel, he's a much better heel. He's so scary as a heel. Yeah, he's a much <laughs> better heel. But in, in the in the reason was because he was better on the mic. Him as a face, he, he has a list. On the that's mic. why. He has, Does he have a list? He has a very noticeable list. I haven't noticed it. I have. It's it's it 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 does come out a lot. I'll I'll listen for it, but yeah, he's just, he's just much better as a heel. I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah, I thought it would have been cool too. He's so sweaty. He's very sweaty. I mean, you gotta those muscles need hydration. He's got to sweat, man. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it. That's such a shame. It's like when they got rid of punks, the summer of punk that lasted two days, essentially, or two weeks. Like if you're gonna fire him, like I leave a cliffhanger of Bobby being fired and have him off TV for a considerable amount of time. I hate when they jump the gun and do shit like this. Yeah. When you're gonna fire Bobby, fire Bobby, because that's a that's a great thing to talk about. Oh shit, they fired Bobby Lashley on national TV. That's fucking nuts. You know, um but I love it. I think they are setting up with Lashley. Probably the reason they want to bring him back so quickly anyways. Because even they fired him for two weeks and came back, I'd probably say it was too short, anyways. But I think we are we are looking towards um, Bobby Seth theory at the Rumble triple threat for the U.S. title again. Maybe. Yeah, they just, they just did that. I totally forgot they did it at um. Yeah, uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. It's I mean, what do you do with Bobby? Like he's still in the U.S. title picture. Obviously, Seth's got the number one contendership. Uh, but what do you do with Bobby now? Uh, he just dominates the rumble. Ooh, that's good. Give him a give, give him a little bit of a bump. Yeah, and I guess you, you you can form a feud for WrestleMania in the rumble match against who? I don't know. Big Show. <laughs> I, I have I have no idea. Returning no Paul idea. White. Yeah, I have, I have no idea who number twenty six. Well, <laughs> I have I have no idea who he can feud with. Like. This WrestleMania card is going to be very interesting. I, 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 quick sideburn. The Rumble's going mean, heard... to be interesting. Rumble's going to be interesting. I've heard rumors that Roman might main event both nights. I'm fine with that. 
I am as well, but he has to win both of them. Mm. Which is the rumor? So the rumor is Roman's going to defend one title, or here's what they because the titles are never unified. Yeah, so he can either defend one on night one against Cody, Mm -hmm. and then the other or both against Rock night two. Interesting. Or what they could do is you know Rock and Cody have a schmoz finish. Um, Create a triple threat for the next night. No, they do. They would do uh, for the Rumble. They could do uh, Cody and Rock main event night one. Winner winner win, win main events against Roman night two. That's a shit hand for Cody. It is, but he gets a match with the Rock. That is also true. And he still and he still gets that match with Roman down the line and takes the title off of him. There, I heard rumors that also that Roman right win at Mania and just drop, like vacate. Maybe. I mean, the guy needs some time. I don't know. It's interesting. But Bob, what does Bob do? I mean, he, no, him and, him and Brock have unfinished business. What are we talking about? Well, the rumor... That's the match. Yeah, yeah. But there's also, like Fred said, there's also a rumor of Brock versus Gunther, which yeah, I would also that's, love. That's, that, that's just... Excuse me. That's just that's just the Marks having a wet dream for themselves. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. It's more possible now that Triple H is in charge. And Triple H is also a Mark. I don't see any money in Brock Gunther yet. There is money in Brock Bobby still. Absolutely. I think in a few years there could be money in Brock Gunther, but right now it'd probably be like, well, what, why are you downgrading Brock? Well, here's here's what you really have to think about when you're when you try to fantasy book a mania of this magnitude. It's it is being it is being published it's being uh, advertised as WrestleMania Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, it's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Okay, Mr. Fretz. I'm going with Mr. Fretz here. Hulk Hogan wins the money in the bank. <laughs> and then cashes it on The Rock and gets revenge for WrestleMania like 19 or whatever it was. Oh, God. <laughs> or for when he when, Yeah. So, you, Hollywood. So, I mean, even though WrestleMania in and of itself is where you, where you put in your biggest stars, it has the added emphasis this year of being in Hollywood, and technically Hollywood, even though it's in Englewood, California, nowhere near Hollywood. Um, but it's going to be marketed as Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jets don't play in Jersey. Neither <laughs> do the Giants. Jets don't play in New York. Yeah, oh, so that's what I meant. Yeah. That's dumb. They play in New York. Yeah. My bad. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna put it. You're gonna. It's gonna be a very grandiose feel to this WrestleMania, probably more so than other ones. Uh, and Bobby will be somewhere in there for it. Uh, so let's move on uh, to a picture of Elias uh, serenading Matt Riddle because his career is almost over. Did that backstage with Elias and Kevin Owens was really funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Owens has played it off so well. Kevin is still traumatized by it. It's great. <laughs> He's like, do you, not, do you not remember like what we just went through this past year? Uh, so let, let's talk about Riddle. It has been re- it's been revealed or speculated or confirmed at this point that the re- <laughs> I believe it that the reason that Matt Riddle uh, was got the stretcher job off of air was because they have sent him to rehab for the second time. Uh, as well, and they gave Riddle the ultimatum, as Mr. Fretz was saying, uh, rehab or fired, because apparently he has a pretty serious drug issue, which is the reason why his match versus Seth Rollins was delayed um, at SummerSlam, because they had forced him into rehab. That's why the match went out on Clash at the Castle. Probably why he lost, too. Also probably why he lost as well. Damn good match. So if... 
So Matt Riddle is in is in hot water. I mean, if it wasn't for all the shit with Candy Cartwright and um and the speaking out movement, he is now in hot water because. Because now he has a drug issue. And he's... Yeah, so how many strikes can you give a guy before he strikes out? Yeah, this is it's not looking good for him at all. Well, first and foremost, he needs the help. Yes. Which, again, kudos to WWE for giving him the help and not just firing him and leaving him on his own. So, um, again, this is also this is not weed because they don't test for weed anymore. They do not, no. So this is not a marijuana problem. This is probably pills and uh, my guess is cocaine. Yeah, um, I believe it, I believe cocaine was involved. Yeah, I, my uh, it's a fair bet. I feel like Matt Riddle would really like cocaine. Well, Fred, I don't know. Ha, he's has he been through the ringer, but a lot of that was his own doing. So I'm not, I don't I don't want to make it seem like oh poor guy. But he kind of put this on himself. Yeah, he made, he made his own decision. Yeah. right. I mean, <laughs> he chose to cheat on his wife. Correct. Uh, he chose to get divorced. Well, that choice was pretty much made for him. But yeah. still, that that's that's his fault. No one forced the drugs down up his nose or in his veins or whatever. Yeah. Like, I get, I get addiction. You know, I understand addiction is very, very tough and you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not shaming him for his addiction. But at the end of the day, he still made these choices. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, yeah, he yeah he, he made all these choices. That wasn't bad. He did all that stuff. Look at Matt Riddle, Candy Cartwright. It, it, it is a thing. Uh, so according to our lovely fans. Consensual or not. You know, yeah. I, I, there's no like, there's no proof to say it wasn't consensual. Mm-hmm. So, but still, he made that choice to destroy his family. Yeah. So, according to uh, our friends at What Culture, I do want to read this uh, that they had. Uh, Speaking of allegations. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not part. He's not. He is not part of them, and he hasn't been. No, part of them he had a. He had a. Speaking of mental breakdowns, too. He had a big one. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm uh, surprised he's not a woman. So he's <laughs> he uh, he's riddle suspended for six weeks. This is the second failed drug test of 2022. Uh, Matt Riddle's first re- failed drug test came before SummerSlam. He was really set to face Seth Rollins. The match was pushed to clash as a result of a failed drug test. And this is when the rehab or fired ultimatum was first issued. Um, then WWE was then forced to write Riddle off for another six weeks after he failed his second drug test. Now he is sent to rehab and sources believe he has either already commenced treatment or is on the verge of doing so. While there is currently no word on what exactly came up on Riddle's failed drug test, WWE no longer tests for marijuana. And here's another interesting thing, Will, but I do want to read to you as well. Uh, nice. As noted by journalist David Bixpin, or Bixenspan in September, Riddle's... <laughs> I, it's a weird name. Uh, Riddle's ex-wife, Lisa, is currently attempting to hold d- the WWE uh, Raw star Matt Riddle in contempt for failing to ensure that his employer sends directly to the mother the results of his routine lab testing as defined in a previous agreement. Oh, so she's going to sue WWE. No. That was that, is that what I'm hearing? So here's, here's I'm going to... So WWE needs to send her the results of a drug test? Correct. Or Riddle does, or both. I don't know. So I'm going to read what David Bixen span. Uh, well, you know why she wants that? So she can go to the courts and be like, I need, I need full custody, full custody more money. yep. Yeah. Which, I, hey man, I get it. You know, if, if, if I was on drugs and my, my mother, my wife and my children wanted me around them, 
I yeah. yeah, I would also push. I would also push WWE. So so according to David Vixen's man, he yeah. says the most interesting. Yeah, I gotta get fucking paid. So according to this, it said the most interesting part of the Matt Riddle divorce case file is how in the custody section of the settlement, which is what you're correct for, well, in the custody section of a settlement, Matt Riddle agreed to in quotes ensure that his employer sends directly to the mother of the result to the mother the results of his routine lab testing he didn't she's trying to hold him in contempt so it is on riddle it's not a WWE. it's on riddle that's the confusing thing so she they agreed that he would send her heard the results not why wouldn't wwe just send no he has to ensure that wwe sends it Oh, he has to. He has to make sure that okay. Yeah. So it's his responsibility to make sure that WWE sends it. Correct. So he can't be like it's not on me, bro. Like they didn't. Doctor Doctor Fauci didn't send it. What do you want from me? Yeah. It's, no. It's he needs to poke. He needs to poke the Fauci to make sure send his bitch. It, correct. And he didn't do that. And he's not doing. Ooh, yeah. He shouldn't have done that. I would have been like, no, 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 no. Responsibility <laughs> is them. They're my employer. They're doing the tests. They can just CC you on the email. Yeah. And he didn't show about it. Now she's trying to hold him in contempt. And she should. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, and I hate divorce court because men get fucked. But in this situation, yeah, he deserves to be fucked. You signed. You signed it. You <laughs> signed it. Yeah, you signed it. And he's and he's gonna uh, he's gonna face the consequences for it, which is a shame. Um, and listen, I'm not gonna take away from anything that Riddle has ever done in the ring. I we Will and I have seen Riddle. Even on the indies. Yeah. Great, phenomenal talent. Great, pure, phenomenal talent. Uh, and from what I know, a really nice guy. Yeah. From what I've known, we've had people who have been friends with him. Uh, goes out of his way to, you know, remember people, say hi to people, so on and so forth. But everybody has their demons. Yeah. Um, and he needs to start facing these demons head on because if you, if for a good amount of 2022, he was the hottest thing on Raw. Yeah, him and Randy Orton. Him and Randy. Even without Randy, he kind of went down a little bit, but he was still relevant. They still tried to keep him relevant and afloat. And he, at this point, is his own worst enemy. Yeah. Well, some people can't handle fame. Mm-hmm. Some people can't handle money and fame. Yeah. So. And, and I, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. I want him to get better. I want him back on TV. I don't want him to be fired. I want him to get help. But – I also am holding him accountable for his actions. You know, there's not many other people we can blame other than himself, and he's going to face the consequences of these actions. Yeah, and you know what's, real, what's fucking crazy? It almost seems like um, Randy was put with Riddle on purpose to kind of stop this from happening. To keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. And be like, listen, kid, I did this. Yeah. And I turned it around. And I was a legacy, and they were going to fire me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You ever hear a story? I don't know. You ever see me untold of um, Randy versus uh, Taker from WrestleMania 21, speaking of Hollywood? Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, you remember how. That's, he, where, that's where you got the, you got, you got the, he got the RKO over. Oh, yeah, because he reversed the choke slam into an RKO. Yeah. But you, yeah. you, you ever watched the, not the match, but you ever watched the untold about it? Yeah. How he was on a bender and he missed fucking rehearsal. Oh, that's right. Taker was pissed. And his father was pissed. His father was part of the match. Yeah, his dad was just like, you embarrassed me in front of everybody, including The Undertaker. Yeah. And The Undertaker gave him a few receipts for that as well. (laughs) Like years down the road, but still. Yeah. Yeah, still. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if any, like I said, if Riddle can learn from anybody, you learn from Randy Orton, who fucked up 
every way, almost every way imaginable. And dude, that year, that feud of Taker, mm -hmm. like he ended up, he pinned Taker. Because that was Legend Killer Randy. <clears throat> that was Legend Killer Randy. He pinned him, I think, Unforgiven because Bob Orton debuted. Correct. Bob Orton on, came on back, side. helped him, yeah. And then that led to a Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> like, a, like a month or two later. Yeah. Which obviously Taker destroyed him. Mm -hmm. But, you That's know, where the receipt came. Yeah. Like, bro, you had a Hell in a Cell match with, with The Undertaker in like your third year in the business. Fourth year, maybe fifth year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. So, it's a little bit easier because Randy had people on his side. I don't know if Riddle has anybody on his side. That's... That's probably true. I mean, it's hard to have people on your side when you have this much baggage with you. Yeah. Like, especially with the allegations in today's climate. Like, this is going to sound really fucked up, but it could be bad for other people's careers to be on his side. Publicly. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if, if I was – like, if I'm, if I'm Austin Theory and I come out in support of, of, of Matt Riddle, Twitter's going to come after me. The internet's going to come after me. For supporting my friend. Yeah, you stay far away from this in the public eye as possible. So keep that in mind, PC culture and cancel culture. You can prevent people from getting help. It is, yeah, it's, it's yeah, because you got to look at, because you have to look at these situations almost in a silo. He has an addiction issue, yes. He fucked up in his divorce, yes. Those two things don't always inter, like, interlap with each other. Well, one definitely led to the other. Sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know. it, one didn't help the other. Yeah, one, yeah, they don't help the other, but sometimes you got to look at them as they are separate issues that you have to deal with separately. Correct. Correct. You know, and that that's sometimes what, as you say, the, the culture kind of misses. You know, it is, it, it, is all, it is all parts of a whole, but they are still just parts. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, but it's like the, if he, like you said, like if we had to get people to help him, if he had people who could actually help him, like, I, I, yeah, yeah, you can do that behind the scenes, right? But even publicly. Yeah. Like, that that helps. Like, if, if, you, if you're if you a public figure like that, and you're left in alone for the public to feed off of you, and someone's helping you behind the scenes but not putting their neck up there publicly, mm -hmm. that can fuck you up, too. Mm. And someone's not going to go public because they're afraid of how it might affect them, which, don't get me wrong, I understand. Yeah. But it's, it's harder to get help. It's hard. And you know what's really interesting about this, too, as well as that... He failed one drug test before SummerSlam, rehab or fired, which was a very, very strong stance by WWE. I'm, I'm and the, fair. And fair, fair, yeah, and very fair. Because they've, they've dealt with, they look at look at Jeff Hardy. Yeah. You know, um, and then the second one. But all of these occurred after Randy was on the shelf. That too. Yeah. You know, which is an interesting thing to look about. Look at that timeline of Randy gets put on the shelf. Matt's on, Matt is essentially on his own. He went straight to the SummerSlam feud with Seth. Mm-hmm. That was it. It was shortly after WrestleMania that Randy got hurt. Yep. And then he got into putting a feud with Seth, and then it's yeah. it's all downhill from there. Yeah. That's a very that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 same. So me, I'm I'm and the optimistic part of me is thinking maybe Randy was actually helping because it seems like it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he was very he was very publicly and even in storyline and on TV and stuff. He was very hurt that Randy got. Essentially, we haven't seen Randy since his injury, and Randy's career might actually be over. Yeah, he has some really. I think it's his back. It's real bad. Yeah, like it's like it's, it's one of his discs, right? Mm -hmm. And he had had back issues leading up to this injury as well. Yeah, yeah, he's in big trouble. Yeah, 
And so that also could be something that can grief and trauma can lead you to find ways to cope in maladaptive ways. It makes sense that he could that he might have potentially gone to or gone back to uh, past past drug addictions. In a little, I'm pulling for you, man. Yeah, we all are. Um, we all are for Riddle. So who who knows what's gonna happen? Like I said, never say never. But hopefully, this is a wake up call for him. And if it's not when he loses the custody of his children, that'll be the wake up call. It better be. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> I don't. I got no sympathy for deadbeat dads. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself if you're a deadbeat dad. So, moving along to more things that are actually in KFA, but not real life trauma. Uh, fake trauma because Alexa Bliss is, <laughs> is turning. At some point, I just don't know when. She's a number one contender for Bianca's thing. Uh, for Bianca's nothing. Bianca's WWE Raw Women's Championship. She put Bianca... Look, look how jacked she is in that picture. Holy shit, Bianca. Well, Bianca was just coming off of a fitness competition. Yeah. I think she... Did she win? She placed second. Damn, dude. She is in crazy shape, too. Yeah, it's, it's gross. <laughs> it's it, honestly, gross. it is gross. Like, I don't... It's not... I mean, there's a compliment. Yeah, no, gross, it's a, it's like, a good I, gross. Bianca Blair is like, other than her ass, is not very attractive to me at all. But she is in, she looks outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. And so Bliss is, at this point in time, the number one contender for the women's title. But she is on the verge of rejoining Bray, or whatever Bray has in store. Because uh, Bray somehow remains compelling even after months. And now Bliss is back in the picture. So. Well, let me ask. Let me ask. When does she right turn? Here. Alexa's Alexa's character with Lily, overall with Bray, was that character success or failure? The Lily character or Alexa's character with Lily that like are you talking about like post Bray's firing or what are we? All talking? of it. It's the same character. There was tweaks in there. There don't was get me tweaks wrong. in there. Yes. But the overall character from when she first turned to where she became stand up, shut up. Oh, like, when I she hate- when she used her husband's. Song or whatever, yeah. Dude, I hate her entrance theme. I miss, I miss, I do miss I the old Bliss hate theme it so much. This Alexa Bliss is the worst. <laughs> she is like the Apollo Cruz of this division, where she just goes out there and smiles with awful theme music. And Apollo <laughs> had good theme music. Paul didn't have so, good theme music. Like, but but my, my original question: that whole dark Alexa Bliss character was it overall a success or a failure? I I think it was a failure. Here's like with with Bray, it was okay, but she kind of sank Bray, and then on her own, she sank herself. Well, I think on her own, she killed the character, or was going to kill the character because Bray wasn't there. Because I yeah. think I think the the bliss, the dark bliss, or whatever you want to call her character with Lily and everything, was a Bray was a Bray concoction because Bray has a great mind for for theater. It didn't work though, you know. Um, and I think she killed it with the therapy session. It was okay, but I also think it sounds like at this point it was just a. It was just a stopgap for her to bring it back. Because I think there was more to the story, and I think it got ended really quickly because they were going to fire Bray. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, and, but... I, I, don't know, and I don't know if we've seen I, – you never know with Bray Wyatt if we've ever seen the full the full scale of what he's thinking uh, at this point. Because we, we still don't know. We're still left in the dark a lot with the Bray stuff. Um, and now Bliss is a part of it. I did hear a theory that Bliss's old character is stuck in Lily. Which is also an interesting notion as well. That's okay. <laughs> it was just an interesting notion as well, which I think would be pretty cool. Um, there's a lot. She Bliss is more visibly transforming into something. Uh, Asuka's transforming as well 
I don't know if you've seen uh, Corey Graves left you left everybody a little Easter egg. Um, because Asha's been, as Corey Graves said, has a very suspicious social media account these days. If you looked on Asuka's Twitter, it is kind of weird, but it looks like they're Yo, seeing her without the face paint made her look like six years younger. Who Asuka? Asuka. Guess how old Asuka is. She's like what thirty four? No, she's forty one. She's forty. Oh, dude, Asians do grace great age gracefully. <laughs> that's just that's just a fact. Yeah, <laughs> she ages really well. But it sounds to me that they are letting Asuka. This is probably also a Triple H influence. They're letting Fred says she's forty five, which I do not believe that. I've heard forty one, and I will say forty one. Um, I just Google it. Yeah, um, but no, they're saying that they're bringing her. She's on the verge of bringing her more vicious character when she was known as Kana back in Japan out. So think of the Asuka that you saw in NXT and when she came up and how she was and then turn it up to like 11. Yeah, dude, she never fully rebounded from that loss from Charlotte. Well, now fully we're, we're, yeah, yeah. She's had a She's had a successful career, multiple title runs, and she's been over. Mm-hmm. But it, she was never the she same. She wasn't as popular as she was once the streak ended. Yeah, exactly. That loss to Charlotte really, really hurt her, and she never quite made it back to where she was. Which is such a shame. She got close. That's a fucking she got pretty cool, close. It's a fucking great match when you ever look back at it. It's such a good yeah. match. <laughs> like, like when, she, when she had a match on uh, her, her match on um, with Rhea, mm-hmm. and like I think Kevin Patrick was like, oh, they had a WrestleMania match. I was like, well, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Like, WrestleMania in they, Tampa. I was like, wait, they did. 36. I forgot all about it. Rhea beat her. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. I think Asta's coming. Uh, they're, they're transforming Asta to more vicious to go full Kana. Look up Kana stuff. You'll be very surprised at how vicious she was. Bliss is turning into something that I don't know. I do love a t- I do love a story, but every time she sees Bray's new symbol, she, like, freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Well, what they did with, what they did best with their character was right before she first turned, right, when she was start going to signs, mm. it's when she became a toddler and brought out Lily is where it was just dead. Mm-hmm. Other than like full grown men being attracted to Alexa Bliss <laughs> as a, a toddler. Yeah. It was really weird. Oh yeah, toddler but in the end she uh she had to think with Randy for a while. Um and so yeah, no, I think there's something with the Lily and something. I, I don't think it was a full success, like you said, but I think it was it was killed because they they, uh, they yeah. got rid of Bray. So I'm I'm hesitant to have them go back to that because it didn't work. But at this point, anything is better than this Alexa Bliss because she has no character. I think it's. I think if they're turning the. I think they're giving us a new chapter. That's fine with me. I mean, I'll give it. A ch- obviously, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Because uh, she can just kind of go back and forth like that, which is really impressive. Yeah, the way that she. It's like the way that she can change her face and yeah. her body, like in her body language. Shawn Michaels had the same gift as well. Uh, in, in front of a live crowd of. 13,000 people. Yeah, the way she flips is something that we really haven't seen. It's like, remember when she, like, we talked about this on the show years ago. Remember when she first won, like, her first women's championship? And she was on, like, she was on, like, the post show. And she was crying and all that stuff and very emotional. And then she turned on her character real quick. I do, I do actually. (laughs) It's just snapped right into it. Oh, I'm the best, though. Yeah. (laughs) She had her moment. She's like, oh, fuck, I'm a character on television. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it is. There's not many people that can do that on a dime, and it is very impressive that she can do it. And I think WWE is right for really honing in on that very unique gift that she has. She can change in a second, and she she snuck in there too because she was nothing on NXT. 
Last pick yes. of the draft. Sparkle Splash. Yes. The last pick. <laughs> yep. uh, Karen Carmella. Last pick of that draft year. And I wouldn't have picked Bliss either. She just came on the scene and just dominated because Becky wasn't getting over as champion. They gave it to Bliss and she just ran with it. Mm-hmm. In my mind, she's the first SmackDown Women's Champion. In your mind, even though we know Becky is. Even though it is Becky. <laughs> like, uh, Bliss made it. Bliss made the belt relevant. Becky did not. Yeah, and then Bliss ended up being the first one to win Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, she had an incredible career. Like, honestly, first bout Hall of Famer. Yeah. She's incredible. She's an incredible talent. Yeah, just don't look up her NXT days. <laughs> don't look up her NXT no. days. Uh, let's move on to Ring of Honor, which Ring of Honor is back. Well, yay. Um, cool. They put I on... think a, t- a TV deal is allegedly coming, it's, maybe. It's not. I'm, exp- I'm going to explain to you that. So Ring of Honor uh, had their final battle, uh, premium live on paper, which is really good. What I liked about it, uh, and I talk, I texted Will about this, that it doesn't look like AEW light at all. It looks like Ring of Honor, which is one thing I was really, really concerned about. Um, is that they were going to do just like AEW setup on and announcing stuff, but they kept the Ring of Honor announcers, the same class of Ring of Honor announcers that you've known to grow in love for years. And the Ring of Honor set, uh, stage wise, Ring of Honor turnbuckles, Ring of Honor uh, curtain ramp. The only AEW I saw, I think, was a security guard who was wearing like AEW gear as their security. Well. Cool. Cool. But it was good. It was good. Um, overall, the the event was. Re- I was able to find a really good stream. Overall, the event was really good. Apparently, it's their biggest final battle ever. They did it in Texas, um, and that's just not hyperbole that they used you know, from ticket sales and stuff. It was their most their most lucrative final battle uh, that they've ever had. The main event, obviously, being Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro, to a pretty good main event. Uh, will you will love how this main event ended because they had one of the most unique finishes I've ever seen. So I forgot Jericho had this belt. Who won? I'm not going to watch it. Cesaro won. Claudio won. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for him. He won. Good so him. now he's a two-time Ring of Honor champion. Uh, he won by putting Jericho in the giant swing and not stopping. And he just gave up? Yeah. That's That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jericho's like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> Take the fucking stupid belt that doesn't exist. Take the belt for a brand that's not even real, right? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he got to 32 rotations before he gave up. 32 or 33. I don't know. I know it's on with the eyes, but I don't know how he doesn't get dizzy. It's the, it's the way he, you have to do small steps. Still, how does Jericho not get dizzy? Oh, I don't know how Jericho doesn't get dizzy. <laughs> how do you not throw up? <laughs> I I want to see Cesaro swing somebody and they just puke. <laughs> it like flies everywhere. <laughs> yeah, gross. Again, one of the most unique finishes I've ever seen. So congratulations uh, to Cesaro being going to now take Ring of Honor into his own thing. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And here what we have now. So this is what we didn't talk about on the show because I didn't know what was going to happen. So FTR, the number two rated tag team, <laughs> versus, versus the Briscoes, the number three rated tag team, the number one rated tag team in the world by PWI uh, is the Usos. Rightfully Duh. so. Duh. The Young Bucks landed on number eight, which I thought was laughable. <laughs> Because they're not in the top five, I, I found really, I found that really hysterical. Um, so, will here's what they had: they had a double dog collar match for the tag team championships of Ring of Honor. So, what? Were two of them connected? Were all four of them connected? Or was two? No, no, two, two, no, two. It wasn't all four. <laughs> I can't it wasn't all four of them connected. 
So it was the, you were connected to another person on the other team. So it was just yeah. two and two. I liked. I, I heard this. I heard this gimmick, and I was like, "That's interesting." Yeah, it was essentially just it was a dog collar tornado match. Yeah, that sounds incredible. It was. It's incredible. It's very graphic. So please, if you're screaming and so don't like blood, don't look at us on the video. Uh, that's essentially what you were looking at for most of the match. These guys started bleeding within the first two minutes of the match. Duh. Yeah, it was tornado. They went everywhere. Uh, they were because the they gave them a lot of length on the chains, which thank God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the two of them they were on the, they were in the stands, they were on the stage, blood everywhere. Even the ref got color. You don't see that often, and that was by I haven't seen that since Timmy White, and that was by accident. I bet. No, it was it was it was actually pretty concerning. So the chain. He chain got hit slow. with a chain, like a, a closed fist with a chain around it to the head. I think it was an actual spot in the match. He just wasn't supposed to bleed. He fell, and as soon as he took his hand away from his head, he started leaking, like, profusely. Like, you could even crazy. tell, like, on, like, the performers, like, oh, fuck. Like, they had to literally get one of a ringside doctors, pull him to the corner, and, like, put pressure on the wound so that he yeah, could stop bleeding. Yeah, stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. It sure is probably another rep. No, they they did bring in another ref. You guys gonna say he has to finish? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the match naturally had uh, two reps by default. Okay, cool, cool. For that, like that for too. that reason alone, um, this is a hell of a match. It's a gruesome match. My only my only issue was that I thought there was too much blood too quickly. Like there wasn't a build to it. Like they just started bleeding really early. Any any other blood on the card? Um, not that I can recall. That's fine. I'm fine with it. You know. AEW does have a blood problem. Yeah. Well, this is Ring of Honor. It's not AEW. <laughs> so, um, I did love how FTR wore white wore white to this event. Yeah, it, make, it makes the blood look better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, FTR held the Ring of Honor titles for a year, which is good for them, but they did give them back to the Briscoes, and here's the Briscoes after the match with the titles and beer, because that's what the Briscoes fucking do. Cool. Them boys. Them boys, yeah. Yeah. You people, don't, a lot of people don't know about the Briscoes because they've had some shit with them, but they are pretty much like Ring of Honor originals, and these are just these are people I wouldn't want to see in a bar fight or on the streets alone, at all. I respect the fuck out of them; they are great. Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations to the Briscoes. We also had the Pure Championship: uh, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta, formerly of the uh, what is it, the Blackpool Combat Club. Again, this is my first time watching a pure match, and I told I, I, I sent you the the rules of the match, which I thought was really cool uh, for pure wrestling. You're only allowed... I, I don't remember refreshing. So, you're only allowed... One, pure, you you have to do the Code of Honor. Um, number two, you are... Um, What's the Code of Honor? Shake hands? Handshake, yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Shake hands before and after the match, I believe. Um... And then number two, you are only allowed per competitor three rope breaks. I like that. Uh, three rope breaks uh, in a pure championship match, a countout or a disqualification. The title can change hands, or you lose the match. And any outside interference by anybody else, any outside interference by someone in the back, is an automatic firing from the company. I love those rules. That's a great rules. Mm-hmm. So if you like, if you use up all your rope breaks. If you get put in the submission again, you can't use the rope break. It's a legal submission. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
That's very that's very interesting. Yeah, pure. It's just pure wrestling. Also, there the, there's only one restricted move. You cannot do a closed strike to the face. It all has to be open palm. That's stupid. So you just get people slapping each other all the time, which is yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, that, that's like, <laughs> probably because it's smaller arenas, which sounds better. True. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. You get the ooh the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I get that, but like yeah, close a close fist is that you can't do close fist. Like well, how am I gonna hit them then? So That's they, they treat it like a technical foul. So if you slap them, if you slap them in the face, if you hit them in the face, punch them in the face once, it's a warning. Second time is automatic DQ. But you can yeah. still close. You can punch them in the gut and stuff like that. You just can't hit them in right. the face. It's no touching of the hair or face. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes, it's stupid. So for my first pure one, it was pretty cool. I, I like that's, it. I, that's a cool concept for a match. It's like the X Division with actual things that make sense. Yeah, with actual rules. Um, and so whenever t- anytime the pure championship is done on a bat, it's under those rules. Uh, obviously, Wheeler won. So you have two people from the Blackpool Combat Club winning Wheeler and uh, Cesaro holding championships. And also, Mercedes Martinez and Athena went at it, formerly known as Ember Moon, for the uh, Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Um, and we had Athena winning against. So within a week, two of Booker T's biggest female protégés, Roxanne Perez, winning the NXT title, and Athena winning the ROH championship. Uh, so it's a good week for Booker T. It was pretty, it was a pretty cool moment on, um, on NXT deadline. So Roxanne wins the Iron Survivor, and literally Booker T breaks down in tears to the point where he can't even get back on commentary for like five minutes. Interesting. Well, he had been coaching her for like, since she was like 16, 17. Yeah. Down to, so he's seen her kind of like grow and now he got to announce her, her becoming the number one contender. It's pretty cool for him. Uh, but Athena and Mercedes put on a good, good stuff. I'm always happy when Mercedes Martinez gets spotlight and she was the ROH Women's Champion. She's passing it on to Athena. They have history from back in their days in Shimmer. So they put on a, a pretty, pretty solid match. Uh, I miss Ember Moon hitting the O-Face uh, anytime in WWE. There's always great, great visuals there, but she hit it. Uh, so Ember Moon is going to be leading the Women's Ring of Honor division. <laughs> the O-Face. It was originally called the O-Face. I, I, it's such a great name for a finisher. <laughs> oh, because I get, oh! But also, like, you know, Yeah, yeah, you know, that thing. Um, so, Mandy knows. <laughs> so here's the thing with Ring of Honor. So according to the media scrum, because Tony Khan doesn't like to call things press conferences, um, he calls on media scrums. According to the RH media scrum, Ring of Honor is going to start separating itself from AEW, television and stuff-wise. Finally. However. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Do you you remember their streaming service called Honor Club? (laughs) No, but okay. Honor Club is their streaming service similar to WWE Network with all the thousands of hours of Ring of Honor content throughout the years for $9.99 a month. Tell me when you heard that from. And so a lot of... Oh, Netflix. (laughs) And WWE Network. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so for what it was gathered is that Ring of Honor TV is going to be on Honor Club streaming he, service. He couldn't get a TV deal. And also the other interesting thing about it is that you also will have access to all of their events, like their final battle, whatever else they have going on throughout the year. So no one's going to watch it. 90 days after the event takes place. You, are you fucking kidding me? Nope. You can watch you can watch your live pay per views ninety days later. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, oh. enticing TK. <laughs> I, I can't wait to drop $10 on this a month to watch it, to watch it 90 days and $30 later. How about no? How about you put this shit on HBO? Oh, wait, no, you couldn't do that either. You couldn't get... You know, I understand a TV deal, because why would you get a TV deal? Fuck TV. Cable's dead in the water. Uh, with, it, with, it, with Once these like, uh, ad deals run out and they all have no money to spend... Cable TV's dead. My fault. It's not ninety. It's sixty days after. My apologies. Okay, so two months, two months, and tw- two months and twenty dollars later. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, you couldn't, you couldn't get net- Netflix. Didn't want to buy this. I'm surprised by that too. That, that would have been great for Netflix. Yeah, it would be great for any streaming. Amazon, Apple, even. You couldn't get a streaming service to buy these rights. I. That's that's bad. <laughs> This is yeah. not going to be successful at all. Yeah, it's a shame because Ring of Honor has something. Dude, it's, well, it's, they do. Here's the thing. But also, Rick, you got to remember, mm. the economy is in as well as heading into a recession. Yes, it is. That is true. What's the, what's the first thing people are going to cut other than, like, food and gas? They're going to cut their subscription services. Yeah. Whether it's beauty, food, or entertainment. Mm-hmm. So you're launching at the... Oh, loving your city. I will. Oh, um, well, yeah. I'm, it is going to be the worst time to launch one of these fucking things. You find love in a hopeless fucking place. Continue, sorry. So, yeah, it's, it's this is the worst time in the economy to launch a streaming service. Mm-hmm. The market's already oversaturated. Oh, really? Come on, guys. We're not trying to do a Mandy Rose thing right now. Sorry, continue. Yeah, it's already oversaturated. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Because <laughs> I think... I think ROH and AEW could just be Raw and SmackDown, that, that type of business model, but mm-hmm. better, because it is two different brands and two different companies, but not if one's exclusive to a streaming service and the other one's on television. Okay, so I was right the first time it was 90 days. So it's good. So the Bleacher Report, uh, re- from, based, on the press, based on the press release, uh, came out three days ago. It said, Honor Club will cost nine ninety nine a month. Uh, and include the entire library of Ring of Honor content, which is a great fucking library, to be it's honest. It's a great library. You know, um, which date back to 2002, the likes of CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Seth Rollins. Um, current, pay-per-view, current pay-per-views will be made available 90 days after their airing. No date has been set on the relaunch of R.H.'s new weekly show. Con was shopping around, hoping to land a television deal, but the relaunch of Honor Club seems like a strong compromise. So it is going to... No it, no, it doesn't. You're settling. Yeah. You're settling. What I talked about with someone, I might have talked about it with Charles. Shout out to Charles, by the way. All they needed to do, you don't need, I mean, you don't need Rampage. Give it to Ring of Honor. You already have that slot. That time slot, though, is awful. Time slot is, the time slot is shit. Dude, I will getting, say thing, that. Ricky, they're getting like 200,000, 300,000 views. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle's uh, segment their, alone got like 2.3 million. Like, yeah, that's 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 their rating yeah. for their show. Which, honestly, Ricky, to your point, I don't think Ring of, Ring of Honor's streaming service is going to get 300,000 subscribers within the first year. Yeah, no, I think... I mean, I'd be shocked if they got over 250. Honestly, if they, if they got, what did you say, 230 views, 230,000? Yeah. I think that's good for Ring of Honor to start out with. It's probably more than they've ever gotten previously. Yeah. The thing, the thing that always held Ring of Honor back was that they never had a TV presence. 
Ring of yeah. Honor was Ring of Honor is a damn good promotion. If you look back, is, at those, yeah, is there is there production? Their production was bad. Their production was bad. The only thing holding Ring of Honor back, their content is great. Their matches are phenomenal. They are stuff of legend, to be honest with you. The only thing holding Ring of Honor back was the lack of a prominent TV deal, and now you're under the you're under the wings of somebody who has conversations and relationships with TV providers, and you're telling me you can't get this on TV. Well, dude, I'm telling you that that Discovery merger just fucked them. Yeah, that's that true. Discovery, head Discovery is just like, yeah, we just don't care about HBO or anything. Yeah, we care about Discovery because we bought you. We didn't buy you to become you. We bought you to own you. Which is within his right. <laughs> which, which, yeah, within his right. But also, yeah. that's gonna fail because what's the bigger brand name, HBO or Discovery Plus? HBO. Yeah. HBO Max is the best streaming service, in my opinion. It, it's the best. I also love Hulu, but it's the best. <laughs> and Hulu didn't want to buy Disney didn't want to buy this. Honestly, it's probably the blood. It is the blood. Ring of it's the blood. Um, but yeah, it's, no, a TV, it's a TV 14. Yeah, but like, it's, it's the thing. I go back to Bischoff's TED Talk, what he did on wrestling. You ever watch that TED Talk? It's great. It's like five minutes. Since the advent of television, wrestling has always been a top 10 viewed uh products no matter the yeah, error yeah. no matter yeah. the error of tv yeah it's it's definitely in the top 10 on monday definitely top 10 on wednesday definitely top 10 on friday for yeah sure. guaranteed but, yeah no matter the error of tv rest so like it's one of those things that my from my perspective like you can't lose with this will you get the numbers you want not all the time but people are still going to tune in you know and with honor club i don't think you're gonna you're not gonna get that you're not gonna get no, because you're you're only they, they, they have the same problem Netflix has. Mm-hmm. Netflix's problem with as a business is the only way they can make money is through subscriptions. Yeah, actually, I take it back. Ring of Honor has one up on them. They have pay per views and they have merchandise. Netflix has no merch. No, you do not. I wish I could buy Netflix merch. That'd be fucking stupid. That'd be fucking like, great. Yeah, why, where where is the toy deals for like Stranger Things? Or any where of is, or any of their products. Yeah, like where is property is actually how, not products. How do, have, how do you have how do you have how do you have merch for Ozark? Good luck with that. But like, <laughs> you know, but like Stranger Things is their biggest hit, or like uh, not not the uh, the, the Squid Game. Mm-hmm. You know, where why aren't you selling those masks with Netflix tags on them? Yeah, you know that's Netflix's problem. So ROH actually has to step up on Netflix, but Netflix has way more subscribers. They can bump the price and keep making money. Yeah, ROH can't, but and Netflix is going to get bought by somebody, guaranteed. Sure. For the next ten years, Amazon's going. Uh, uh, Amazon, Amazon's probably going to buy Netflix. Amazon's going to take over the world. Um, it's a shame because the, all you have to do to make this even worthwhile for crazy people uh, that just love wrestling is be like, yeah, you get to, like they should be able. And it's one thing Ring of Honor would have had up on AEW. Um, it's like, yeah, we're going to do live pay per views from Honor Club. That's all they should have done. They had that deal sometime like that before. But it sounds to me ROH should have been on Tubi. <laughs> that actually might have worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is weird to me that AEW and ROH, which ROH has, has done the streaming service before, but they couldn't pile together and do their own streaming service thing yet. Like, how does WWE the only one that figured this out out of all the wrestling brands? WWE's always been ahead of the game. True. Though. Like, to honestly, do Ricky, w, Vince McMahon had a vision for WWE. In the Network 90s. In the, in the 90s. In the 90s, yep. Except he thought it was going to be a, a TV channel, which they tried with WWE On Demand. It was a TV channel, I know, in the likes of Canada. Yeah. 
and it and and then it, it, it and then Shumi came along and Vince was just like, I got the fattest boner right now. <laughs> and he was right. WWE Network was is still the best streaming service ever. I totally it was, agree. It was it was so perfect. Good. The organization, the search feature, the skipping between scene selection with the matches, the consistent live feed, all of it, all of it, and because it, it was it was run as a television channel to the naked eye, yeah, and that was the brilliant part about it. Like I used to have WWE Network just running in the background when I was doing shit, yeah, and it was <laughs> it was it was that mixed with TV Guide, mm-hmm. it was. And it was ten bucks. Yeah, and I hate Peacock. Yeah, it's Peacock. Peacock's getting a little bit better. Um, the original content kind of blows, but Peacock's getting a little bit better. Um, I hate that they sold it. I get why they sold it. I hate that they sold I it. I would have done. I would have sold the fuck out. Of it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No 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 no. Let's, 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 let's pause right there. I'm signing that deal with my blood. <laughs> All right. Like. But I wish it didn't happen. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wish it didn't happen too because I was. It, it's a shame because like I just want to travel somewhere else and be like, I just want to see what the WWE Network looks like now without the Peacock yeah. on it. Like, I just well, yeah, dude. Honestly, I kind of want a VPN just so I can have the network back. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Um, and so I, I hope Ring of Honor slash AEW figures this out because they could have a great streaming service that people would buy into that can challenge WWE, but I don't know if they're willing to invest that much, especially if you look at the fact that their video game still looks like ass. Um, be but as it may. Moving on from that NXT deadline like we talked about a little bit before, Grayson Waller, everybody's most hated Aussie, the one who semi-retired Johnny Gargano and kicked him out of NXT, won the Iron Survivor. He'll be facing uh, Braun Breaker somewhere down the road, I think at Vengeance Day in early February. Um, for the NXT Championship, which at this point in time I'm reading for Grayson Waller because Braun Breaker is still really fucking boring to me. But, Will Tereshock, it is a new day. Yes, it is. The new day. Good for them, man. I'm happy for them. <laughs> the new day have won the NXT Tag Championships, and I will tell you this, Will, so I bet. I was so gung-ho that this was just an enhancement match to, to get Pretty Deadly a little bit over. I said, K. Murphy, like, if the New Day win, I will buy you your own holiday butcher box box to your apartment. And, <laughs> and I'm shopping right now. <laughs> so, I, I love I love uh, Xavier Woods' hair. The he, he brought back to his original days. Yeah, Triple Crown Tag Champs. The That's third, pretty awesome. The third Triple Crown Tag Champs alongside The Revival, as well as The Street Profits. Oh, mm-hmm. very interesting. That's a good stat. Yes, uh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good trivia stat. That's a good trivia question. That is a great trivia prize. There's only three people who are triple crown tag. Three teams are triple crown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still go hard. I still miss. All day, all night. I still miss their NXT run. They were so good. Dude, they were them, so... and Di- them and DIY man. Oh my god, top them guys. And, them and them and AOP. <laughs> all of them. That tag division a couple years back was can't miss um also what i found very interesting is that xavier woods is the he mentioned it on this week's show xavier woods is the first person to ever quote-unquote graduate from nxc and get brought up to the main roster really he was the first one and the first ever nxt branded match was xavier woods versus Big E. 
What about Seth Rollins? No? The Shield? No. Xavier Woods was up before then. When did Xavier debut? He was with Brodus Clay and the Funkadactyls. What year was that? A long time ago. I'm going to call some shenanigans. <laughs> Xavier Woods also, here's a fun fact too. Xavier Woods also, 2012, thank you, Taekwon. Xavier Woods also debuted at the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island. Same place where Trish Stratus debuted as well. So Xavier Woods... Xavier Woods um, showed up with the Fungodactyls under Brodus Clay. So he was with Naomi and, um, what the fuck is her name? Ariane. Uh, I forgot her name when she was part of Fungodactyls. But I know she was on uh, Total D. It was the first season. Cameron, thank you, Taekwon. Yeah, it was Naomi and Cameron and Brodus Clay. And you want to hear a fun fact about Brodus Clay, who's now known as Tyrus? He's the NWA champion. Yeah. Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? Miss- I thought he was on Fox News. He is on Fox News. <laughs> I hope he brings the belt on Fox News. He That'd probably be the most would. Fox New- That'd be the most Fox News thing ever. I remember working. Him and Tucker. <laughs> I remember being at the gym a couple of years back, and I was doing, like, I was on a machine or something, and I looked up because they had TVs everywhere. And I go, is that fucking Brodus Clay on Fox News? It's, <laughs> it is ridiculous. Uh, I did see, I did see you slandering on Twitter. I do, I was like, why the hell is he? the NWA champion. Uh, so also the other big thing that happened was that Kofi Kingston now holds the record for most tag team title reigns, 15 tag team title reigns for Kofi Kingston beating Booker T and Harlem Heat because they added the WCW. Well, they beat Booker T's reign of 14 because they added his WCW, WCW reigns and WWE as they, as they should, you know, they bought the, they bought the rights. So mm-hmm. they buy the history. Booker T's fucking pissed. He's like, I had 16, actually. He said that on commentary. I was like, He's like, all right, Flair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it it's kind of crazy. And like like I said, I thought the New Day were just going to be here for like just, you know, hot dog and a handshake. He's on Fox News. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love wrestling. Because <laughs> the people are watching like, what the fuck is that? Is he a boxer? <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a boxing belt. Um... But he, uh, but it looks like the New Day are there for an extended period of time. Shawn Michaels was asking, well, we don't know what they're, how long they're here for. We're going to ask them creatively. So it looks like they, the tag champs, and they're there for a while, which is fine because the Uso, it's, 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 uh, it's pretty interesting because the Usos have the tag championships for a while and they're kind of stuck in that Roman storyline. So there is nothing for the tag team division to do. So it is kind of smart for the New Day to show up and actually win tag titles and do something with them. And it's also right. good for the NXT brand because NXT is going on tour soon. All right, Taquan, if you want to count other promotions that aren't owned by WWE, the Dudley Boys have 24. <laughs> if you want to count Japan and ECW, you yeah. want to count everywhere else. So I guess Kofi and Book can go fuck themselves. To- <laughs> Demon! <laughs> oh, man. Um, so it, it is pretty great. So congratulations to them. If you ever watch this match results, I know you won't, but it's a fun match. It's a fun match. It's a kooky match. It's very NXT, very semi-indie-rific. Uh, it's good stuff. And like I said, this is going to help NXT because they're going to defend when NXT goes on the road for Vengeance Day, which is, I'm very tempted because it's in North Carolina. They are, yeah, they are, they are going on the road again for their big events. So I'm going to interested to see the crowd they pull for for this event as for this next upcoming event uh, as well. 
So it was a very good match. So congratulations to the New Day. But let's move on, folks, to this Friday night on SmackDown. And yes, well, that is the best in the world trophy that you see. <laughs> <laughs> that they rebranded the World Cup. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> this, for all intents and purposes, besides the fact that Roman Reigns is coming back uh, this week to SmackDown as well. Gunther versus Ricochet. For the Intercontinental Championship, it's probably going to main event. And I say it's going to main event because it's in Chicago. Yes, I think Triple H and the company put all of our eggs into this because. Um, we all know Gunther, Chicago native. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are guys who tore down the house from their NXT runs in Chicago. Yeah, you know, so the crowd knows them. Chicago's a smart crowd. They're a loud crowd, as Will and I found out first. I, I hope they all chant Walter. <laughs> Walter. Walter. They go da, 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 And I don't know da. if I uh, I don't know if I actually I don't know if we talked well, I talked okay about this, but did you watch the match between Ricochet and uh Santos from a couple weeks I, back? I did. Wow. Superific. Yeah. It, I didn't know. I didn't know. I knew Ricochet was. But I didn't know both of them were in um, Lucha Underground. El Hijo del, Fant- del Fantasma was Santos. Yeah, I should have known that. The yeah. kid, of, the, the son of Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I knew uh, he was. He was not King Ricochet. He was King Prince Puma. Prince Puma. It's Prince Puma. Yeah. So I mean, it looked like a Lucha Underground match. Yeah, it was flips everywhere. It was flips. It was fantastic. It's honestly, it's the best Ricochet ever looked. Ricochet, look at that body, dude. He's cut. Yeah, he is. Ricochet's probably like, man, I'm so glad I didn't go to AEW. I'm so glad I stuck, I'm so glad I stuck this bullshit out. Papa Chip, Papa Chip's here to help. <laughs> it's literally his whole his whole thing changed when Triple H got involved, uh, which which I mean, good for him. I mean, because he he he's finally able to show off his natural talents. One thing that I noticed. Ricochet's a hero to all light skins. It's the one thing that I noticed with WWE, and I was talking about this, I think, with uh, with Sir Charles, a friend of the show, is that Triple H has loosened the reins on the WWE style for some of his talent. Oh. You it, mean in the ring? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can fuck with that. Because like, if you look at that Santos-Ricochet match, that's not a WWE match. True, true. <laughs> I think I think, you know... Whip it out in special occasions. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah, you also. I mean, they still keep the foundations of how you build a match. You build to the finish, which is what you're supposed to do, you know. But there are some times where you can kind of move past that. And for to get a main event match this early in his come up, like Santos did, and they put on that great a performance and a loss with Ricochet, means they're really hot. Santos is going to be huge in like three years. Yeah, he's a Andrade with a better, better, better English. Yeah, and a better posse around him. That too, <laughs> and a be- and a better dresser. To be completely honest, they do. They always look really, really good. Yeah, I'm. Their video package is just like I believe that's actually whiskey in that glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I've been a big Santos Escobar fan. He is. He's gonna be special, man. His theme music. Da, 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 da. And you, yeah, you scream. You scream legato with it. Legato. Yeah, it's. It's he's he's got it all, man. Yeah, he's gorgeous. He's a beautiful man. Handsome man. Very handsome. Yeah, never shave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, handsome man. He's he's got the size, the height. He's he's perfect. He's 
He will be an intercontinental champion. Um, he might even become a world champion in his run. He could totally. He's totally totally popsicle. Yeah, totally that's possible. But for this match, Ricochet is going to make it look real good, but he's going to lose to Gunther. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's not that's not crazy here. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, I think it's going to be a crazy match. They're very high on Gunther. Wouldn't you be? Yeah, I mean he he's in great shape. Also, you know what it was? He, hot. He did. He that's the thing. He did the work to improve himself. You know what it is? He needs. I, I know. Like I made fun of when he was fat, but uh, he needs to put a little. He needs to put a little more meat on. Like he's 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 lean. Well, he did the first one. He dropped, which is what was very important. He dropped. Yeah, like, <laughs> he needs he needs to put on muscle. Like imagine if he had Bobby Lashley's muscle. That's that's scary. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> like he's he's still big, but he's lean. Mm-hmm. He needs to be, he needs to put on he needs to put it back on in muscle. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you got to do one thing before you do the other. You know, you can't really, like, kind of do... I mean, you could, but it's harder. You got to drop first before you can put back on. Uh, but for him, what's impressed me about Gunther is that his promo work and his English has gotten better. Yes, that's also true. He speaks very, very well. And you be- you believe he's an asshole from Europe, too. Yeah. Which, which, <laughs> which you know, we're an American audience. You, you tour the United States. Like, if you're in... Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which Kevin Patrick said nine times. <laughs> you know, they don't may not like accents out there. <laughs> Especially go outside of Milwaukee. Like, what are you what are you speaking, boy? Yeah. <laughs> like I bet you, you when gotta, they tour Europe have good English. I bet you when they tour Europe, Gunther's like a fucking god out there. Oh yeah. Well, he's from Austria, right? Yeah, Austria, I believe. God. Yeah, no, but he's good. He, like, like there, I would be behind him too because, like I said, he put in the work to get to where he needed to be. Yeah, great talent. Gr- yeah, great, great, great talent. I got to look back at the picture I took with him at Evolve to see just like the actual physical change in him because he was a hefty boy when he first got. He was. He was beefy. He was a very beefy boy. Because, like, I bet that's what Vince didn't like when he debuted. He's probably series. probably like too fat. That's why he was. That's why he was. He was booted pretty quickly from that match. Mm-hmm. He was. He was eliminated first, which we were. Which we and you were shocked in the crowd. With, 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 yeah, we were like, really? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Vince is probably was like too fat, pal. Yeah. Oh well, he loved. He loved Keith Lee. Not enough. I mean, but Bearcat. <laughs> Bearcat Lee. Yeah. Now he's in. Now he's in a loveless tag team relationship with Swerve, which is also really fucking funny. Yeah. Do you see people really mad at Mia Yim for posting that picture with Austin Theory? What? Wait, what? So, so <laughs> Mia Yim deleted her Twitter. So, like, Mia Yim... She deleted her Twitter. Yeah, because people going after her for it. So no, she had a, really? Like, Come on, Austin guys. Theory, Austin Theory, like, had her armor on Mia Yim and, and, and one arm, like, in, in a pose. He was flexing, yeah. He was flexing, and then she, she was up in the air, legs wrapped around him. Okay, I've seen that post so, thousands of times. Yeah, people saying it was inappropriate because she's married. That's not, there's nothing inappropriate about that. Yeah, and I was like, this is the picture? Like, it's not like she was licking his asshole. <laughs> so she deleted her Twitter because people were going after her for it. It's like, guys. Relax. Can you just quit being pussies But also, seconds? like, the first time I met Mia Yim on the Indies, because PB Smooth was doing an event in Jersey and Dave and I went, was also the first time I met Austin Theory. They've known each other for years. Yeah, they're probably really. They're good probably friends. really good friends. Yeah, like relax. I mean, they could be fucking, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not our business. It's Keith Lee's problem. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so like they clearly know each other from up and down the road. Let him fucking take a picture. 
Like it wasn't 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 risque. Like it was it was on the white psych too. It was just, it was in the WWE studios. <laughs> like you oh. know what I mean? It was it wasn't even in a parking lot. It wasn't <laughs> a bar. It was it was in a, it was during a photo shoot. Oh, it's one for of- their for their job. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it was one of those like because I know WWE has a whole like thing of like photo shoot outtakes. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. That's really you know, what it's, it was. It's on, it's on the blank. It's on the blank white background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's called a white psych. It was in. Yeah. It was in one of those rooms. It was like professional <laughs> photography. <laughs> but look at fucking Twitter. Look at Twitter's having a gas. <laughs> but look at anybody watches WWE. Watch any of like their twenty fours. Uh, yeah, all this shit. Someone always interrupts a photo shoot. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> And the cameraman's like, yeah, we're just going to keep taking pictures. Fuck yeah, that's your job. Your job is to take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> they gave my brother 1,200 finalized pictures for his wedding. That was the final pictures. How many pictures they probably took? That's disgusting. <laughs> 6,000 probably. <laughs> they're, like, here's, they're like, here's 12,000. Pick out 50 for your album. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Where, where, where they touch them out more and print them up and put them in an actual album. Yeah. So yeah, here's twelve thousand of the good ones to choose from. Twelve hundred from the good ones to choose That's from. That's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let them live. It's just a fucking photo shoot. Go to my Instagram. Check out the photos from the wedding. It was amazing. The photographers did a really, really good job. <laughs> that is, yeah, no, that that is nuts. Um, oh, by the way, speaking before we head out, because we are about to head out soon, uh, and go to the post show. Did you see uh, the little nod that the that AJ Styles and them made about Carl Anderson? No, I know he's competing at uh, New Japan. They said Carl Anderson is in Japan uh, dealing with some business right now. Uh, he, is, <laughs> he, is, he is dropping his title in there. Yeah. It's like, Sasha's going there, too, allegedly. It's a, it, it is a rumor. I, I, all right, so here's the thing. I didn't want to comment is on it. Is she allowed to do that? I don't know if she's still in the contract, number one. Uh, number two, they said that Sasha, the rumor was that Sasha's making an appearance at Wrestle Kingdom. And my joke was, like, she probably just bought a ticket. That's what I mean. Fight in the crowd. You know, she loves Japan. She, yeah, I mean, that's where she went when she went on her first hiatus. Yeah, that's where she fell in love with wrestling again. So maybe she wants to come back. She just needs a reason to. Yeah. Or maybe she does a Jericho thing and just does a, a New Japan appearance run, which is uh, she. Be, she becomes the pain maker. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: New Japan now has a women's division because they have a title now. Yeah. So it would make sense. I mean, and also Sasha loves like anime and all of that stuff. Like that's her. That's her thing. She's a nerd. Yeah, she's an anime nerd. Um, so that's the thing. So it makes sense. And I'm not going to knock her for it. And this could also be uh, my conspiracy theory herself. As, again, I was talking with Sir Charles uh, over the weekend was that this is maybe Triple H doing a good faith good faith uh, borrowing of, of Miss Banks. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, she, if she's under contract, if she's, if she's not under contract, hey, man, I'm happy, to, I'm happy to see her happy. If she got permission to do it, even better. Yeah, even better. Um, but also the fact that, because I, I, people keep speculating about when Sasha's going to return, uh, if ever, because that's also up on the cards as well. Um, yeah. It would be, my my biggest guess now is, if ever, in the if ever point, it would be, if ever at the earliest, Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, that's a safe bet. I don't know, man. Here's why. Well, here's this, why. I, th- I think Sasha Banks is overrated. Here's why. I know you're going to hate that, and she's not overrated. Um... I think she, uh, accolades-wise, I think she's the second best of the four horsewomen. Um, her and Becky are two and three to me. Um, but the reason I think she would come back at the Earl's maybe right after me or even a surprise or a surprise Mania thing, because I can't see her not being somewhat involved with Mania in Los Angeles or the Los Angeles City area, home of her cousin Snoop Dogg. 
Yeah, you know, but also season three of The Mandalorian drops in March, March 1st to be exact, day after my birthday. That as well. That's a good point. And so, okay, I got, I, I got a game for us. We're gonna do the Bret Hart scale on all four of the four horse women on the post show. On the, okay. Yeah. Okay. On the post show, we're gonna do we're gonna do the Bret Hart scale for the four horse women and see who ranks. I'm 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 okay with that actually. Yeah, that's, okay. that's a good that's a good that post show good. game. So guys, stick around for the post show. Yes, yeah, so I I do like that post show game, the Bret Hart scale for the four horse women. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, she's gonna do she's gonna go on a media tour for Mandalorian season three if she is heavily involved in it, like she was at the end of season two. It's interesting. The Sasha Banks situation is interesting. It is. It's very interesting. See how it pans out and, and how it's handled. I mean, she's she's not without work. <laughs> she just finished doing a movie in Boston. Hence why she was at the Celtics game the other week. Yeah. So like she has she has all she has opportunities. She's gonna be successful. She has her own CV. Yeah, she's using her own name, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's um, she's she's her own. That took me for a loop. Um, but she has her own CBD company too. I did not know that. She does. She's been promoting it on her stuff. She has her own CBD company. Or but she's helping the market or what have you. Um, so it's interesting to see where she goes from here because you can also make the argument that Sasha Banks does not need to return to WWE. No, she doesn't. She doesn't need to at all. She doesn't need to. Honestly, she doesn't need to return to wrestling. Honestly, dude, WWE doesn't need her either. At this point, you can make that argument, yeah. You know, and sometimes the sometimes if your run is smaller, it makes your legend grow higher and higher. Look at The Rock's run. The Rock didn't have that long of a run in WWE. Yeah, or in wrestling either, as a whole. Either, either Stone Cold. Either, well, Stone Cold had a long run in, in, wrestling. in wrestling, but in WWE it wasn't that long now. Yeah, he had two years on top. Put that in perspective. Yeah. And look and look where he's at now. Yeah. So sometimes it's about knowing when to knowing when to leave and knowing when to when to come back. So be it as mate, let's wrap this shit up. I'm 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 excited for his Bret Hart game. So that's why I want to get to it right now. So you ready, Mr. Tarashuk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is the music? Here it is. There, there it is. Let's get this left right, left right title here. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 320, the last last, because it was the last last in real life for Mandy Rose and not in kayfabe for Bobby Lashley because he got his his, uh, his his career back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host and apparently your brand new left, right, left, right champion, King Ricky Rose. Find me in Ambassador the Bigs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador the Bigs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of our social medias. The links to that stuff is in the description below. Leave a like, share, subscribe, reviews wherever you can. If you're listening to us, make sure you're listening to us on WrestleAddict, greater the cure for the common wrestling podcast wherever you listen to all of your great podcasts. And follow WrestleAddict Radio socials at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and wrestle addict radio everywhere else. The links to the description, including uh, the links to our awesome merch, which is now on a holiday sale for the rest of the month, are in the description below because we did get some sales. Well, we did nice, we did. Who bought? Uh, I don't know, but somebody bought uh, some King Ricky stuff because people like me and not you. Nice, <laughs> so what, what you got for me? Um. 
there's a story in this movie I haven't seen Wakanda forever. It's because pink eye twice. Who would have fucking thought? So, <laughs> I saw your I saw your comments, Fretz and uh, Taquan, early in the early in the beginning of the show. I just didn't want to respond to them because I didn't have a chance to. But now I do. Tease and Thomas A R A S H U K. Talking Tash podcast has been a bit a little bit of a hiatus, um, but. I have shows coming up the next three weeks and stuff already in early January. Unknown, unnamed nonsense is coming back in January because my bullshit of how to start a podcast series is wrapping up. Nice. Lisa production and distribution is coming soon. So, fun things happening there. Uh, yeah. Check me out. Yes. So, and hopefully, when we come back next week, it'll be our, uh, it'll be a KLTR Christmas Spectacular where we go through this whole year of wrestling and not talk about anything current unless someone gets fired again. And K. Murphy, hopefully, will be back this time, but who knows? Who fucking knows? So, until then, folks, goodbye, good night. We'll see you on the post show. Uh, and, yeah, fuck you, Slack.